Welcome to the Heavy Sweater Podcast. My name is John King. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If this is your first time listening, this is the Heavy Sweater Podcast, a deep dive into the beginnings of local Australian musicians and bands of the heavy variety. Yeah, fuck, this past week is even more wild than last week. If uh, if you listened last week, I said I've had a pretty fucking crazy week, just super busy. Uh, as of recording this, it's the night before the episode drops, so it's Tuesday night. I'm taking it to the fucking wire with this one. Um, anyway, enough about my bullshit. This week's guest is a fucking huge one. Episode 10, we're in double digits. Um, and what a way to celebrate with Luke Gallows of She Cries Wolf, formerly of Fires of Waco and the gift horse. I've said it before and I'll say it again now. The gift horse, in my opinion, the best Brisbane band of all time. Um, I will fight anyone that wants to fucking argue with me on that not even like i'm not a violent person i'm not a very aggressive person but uh i've got a fucking strong opinion about this we get into the gift horse a little bit but yeah uh this is a great episode we go through luke's crazy journey and everything he's doing now with gallows drums we talk a bit of drum gear uh after this one i really missed playing drums so it was a good good kick up the ass for me yeah uh she cries wolf are fucking crazy they're so sick They've been crushing for ages and they're playing a killer show in two weeks on Friday the 17th of September in celebration of Divorce. Fucking great release. And they'll be joined by Rivals, Headwreck and Dead Nerve and they'll be at the Woolly Mammoth so go check it out. Get tickets while you can. Um, I remember like six, fuck, maybe six years ago now. It was like 2000 and 2015, maybe. Um, I was at a friend's place and we were just like trying to put a band together. This was way before I started Either Divide. So we we're out there just like jamming, writing some stuff. And uh, his housemate was like talking to me about like the local scene. I was like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, cool. Um, and he handed me a CD and it was Divorce by She Cries Wolf. And he did not get that CD back. I still have it to this day. <laughs> I'm not that guy normally, but it's a fucking sick release, so I kept it. But yeah, go out, Woolly Mammoth, 17th of September, celebrate the release of Divorce. Uh, They'll be playing it, so fuck yeah, go check it out. And check their music out wherever you listen to music. They are one of the best bands going today, so listen to them wherever you can get them. Um, Yeah, with all that being said, it's Wednesday, and you know what that means. Hey, how you doing, bud? Good. <laughs> How's lockdown <laughs> for you? Um, it's been interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I've got a bunch of stuff that I've been like trying to learn or or like needed to get to the the drum room to get some shit done. But um, yeah, yeah it's uh, proved itself to be um, yeah, a bit tough because I was trying to like slam it out on my Roland um the other day. I was yeah. just like, no, nah, doesn't have the same feel. Yeah. Too small. Doesn't <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Sure. So but uh I'll be stoked to uh to get out of it this afternoon. Yeah um, definitely. So when mm. you what about yourself? Um I'm at so I uh I built a like a drum room in okay. a um in a higher um like a like a storage higher space okay, and then basically soundproofed it and did whatever. So yeah, pretty much got like 24 hour access to, yeah. to a little like six by three meter. 
Okay, cool. Kind of thing. So, yeah, setting yeah. that up. And then hopefully, I think the, the, the She Cries guys are going to start jamming there as well. Just everything uh, going through like laptops and all that kind of crap instead yeah, of using yeah, a, yeah. a PA system. Yeah. Makes it easier yeah. for us to, yeah, to, to have like a permanent space or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Our hmm. setup's sort of very similar. Like all our stuff is just run through our um, rig and campus, yeah. in ears, everything. Yeah. It's literally like yeah. when we practice, all you can hear is drums. Yeah, so that's that's pretty yeah. much what we'll what we'll have. We'll have like pretty much all that. Um and like obviously just like you'll be able to hear some dude like yelling uh, yeah. to drums. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sick. So it'll fuck sound yeah. very fucking stupid. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah. Yeah. It's the way of the future. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. Cool. But um yeah. Sick. Um, we'll get straight into like heavies and everything for you. And what's the first band you remember hearing that was a bit heavier than like the normal stuff? Um, I think like the, the stuff that got me into like heavy, heavy stuff. Like, I guess like, uh, when I was younger, um, I think it was, I think it was, fuck, what was it? I'd have to say it'd be like AFI. My oh, like yeah. older brother was like listening <laughs> to like early, early AFI. I think it was roughly yeah. around about the like the All Hallows EP oh, fuck uh, yeah. release. Um, it was r- roughly around then, and I think it was that. Um, the fuck, what was it? Um, it's like the one of the self-titled Offspring ones. It has oh, like yeah. fire on on the front cover or something like that. But oh, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Well, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to this. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, uh, you know, I put away my, my Pokemon to be a master, um, soundtrack and my Spice Girls, uh, oh, album yeah. that I'd bought when I was younger. <laughs> That's sick. And, um, I think the first thing I, I bought like CD wise was, um, Green Day Nimrod on okay. tape, on tape, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just slamming on Walkman and yeah, yeah. Go. put it on that cruise around on my bmx and like do yeah. some skids and just like yeah, <laughs> fuck fuck it. It. <laughs> that's excellent so straight up just punk that's fucking rad yeah yeah so like my my brother would did it like i was in a in a punk band kind of thing so it was like okay. it was that um and um yeah i just kind of had like some of those influences um from that and then listened to offspring afi and then yeah yeah just kind of Went on to that and then discovered, uh, I think, like, the the bigger metal one for me was, uh, like, the Slipknot um, okay. self-titled. Yeah. Um, uh, like, as soon as, I, as soon as I listened to that, I was like, fucking, yeah, fuck yeah. This is the shit. I think, yeah, my mom yeah. was just like, because my brother had, hadn't listened to anything like that either. And my mom was okay. just like, what the fuck are you listening to? And I was like, oh. <laughs> Sick. Yeah, I've said a couple of times on here that, like, once you get in on those gateway bands and you discover Slipknot, that's the rabbit hole. Oh, dude, it was like, it was fully just like, oh, fuck. Like, obviously, like, I'd, I'd listen to Blink and everything like that because, yeah. like, roughly around about that time, like, you know, uh, I think um, it was before Barker had joined, but it was, um, fuck, what was that one from Dude Ranch that was, like, sick? Uh, damn it. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, that was, everyone was Everybody like, learns. Yeah, everyone was wearing diggy shorts to <laughs> yeah. uh, like pass their knees and like skate caps and like yeah. you know uh, smashing like one dollar short um, yeah. and, and shit like that. <laughs> Sick, fuck yeah, cool. So Slipknot's mm. like the the turn for you to go straight down to heavies. 
Yeah, yeah, it was like, yeah, it did Slipknot and then it was like a couple other ones, uh, like Static X and uh, like a few, yeah, a few of those kind of like more like, I guess, I'd I'd say like Roadrunner Records. Yeah, 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 for sure. The early Um, Yeah, yeah. And then I think it was like stuff like that. I uh, shamefully listened to Stained for a little bit, I think, as well. Uh, (laughs) um, And um, yeah, and I just like, fuck, there was some some other ones that I listened to as well. But um, yeah, that's that's pretty much like Slippers was like the first kind of like heavy, heavy stuff that I listened to us out out, like outside of like, I guess like um, I'd call that probably like I don't know, like American kind of like punk hardcore-y, like yeah. that kind of 90s hardcore stuff. Yeah, because at the time, so, AFI was still like a legit punk band. They hadn't gone emo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like it was it was, it was, was before um, they had released like, like Sing the Sorrow or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Before yeah. Like they had like the full crazy commercial like success yeah, for that yeah. album. So they were yeah. still kind of like a little bit like kind of underground with that. Yeah, like, still probably yeah. Pay, playing. Um, my mom won't let me get a mohawk. Yeah, yeah, shit like that. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, for, yeah. Like it's basically like all like Nitro Records stuff, which yeah, is like fun, interesting yeah. because, uh, um, yeah, Offspring was on Nitro Records as well. So okay. there's like, I'm pretty sure Dexter um, is on um, on some of the AFI tracks, like oh, singing yeah. in the background for some of those. Jeez. So yeah, I was yeah. like, oh yeah, so yeah, <laughs> cool. fucking. Mad shit. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> and when does drums come into play for you? Um, I fucking sucked at drums. Uh, so I was like, uh, I was in, I was in primary school, and uh, they had like this like random music program. They're like, oh yeah, try a couple mm-hmm. of instruments out, and it was like me and uh, one of my best friends, uh, Jimmy. Um, we were like, oh yeah, we'll um, you know maybe try and see if we can like play drums. He was good at it. I was not good at it um and yeah it uh it, it was i was just like ah that was the first kind of time i tried it and then it was yeah. basically like then again in high school that same drum teacher was like all right we're gonna start again and um yeah i tried it then and sucked and um this was like the height of like the blink 182 like you know yeah. uh like everyone was like well let's, let's start a punk thing yeah, like yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um so uh me and my friends like all basically like literally drew like short straws and <laughs> got like like everyone else got everything else and, and chose and the last thing left was drums and i was like okay i was like well i've tried it before like maybe i'll like be all right at it yeah and um i'd uh yeah originally bought like uh like this little like peewee 50 uh okay. motorbike yeah it was like piece of shit i like had fixed it and then resold it for like 300 and something bucks yeah. And then bought like my first drum kit with that. And Fuck it was yeah. just this like sun, sun bleached Linko kit that like, you know, if you press too hard on the outside, you'd snap the fucking, the finish on it. <laughs> it was cool. like absolute trash. But yeah. Um, yeah, it was like, yeah, I, uh, I, I apologize to my mother now for like the band practices that we had because it was just <laughs> yeah. noise, yeah. It was fucking horrific noise. But yeah. yeah. Sick. So that's, that's kind of like what, what started that. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> for sure. I had like a like I was lucky that when I first asked for a drum kit, my old boy was like, let's go to a music shop and bought me like a karma swing star, like all the fucking symbols and stuff. And yeah, I just punished him for the rest of 
like his life Fuck yeah. with music and he's like it's a phase I'm like, it's not a phase <laughs> no, <fine laughs> but, <no. laughs> that's sick and then so that was your first band the one with your friends in high school yeah yeah it was um fuck what was the name uh Cringe as fuck too. Uh, no strings Steve. attached. Yeah, yeah, that's good shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was like attached with the little at symbol. Oh, you know, before, yes. before like emails <laughs> were huge, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> like ahead of MySpace. Yeah, yeah, that it's kind sick. of shit. Um, yeah, and then we would, would play like shows, like um, like just at the lunchtime, like like outdoor stage. You'd be like, all oh, right, crazy. Play some like Blink songs or whatever, yeah. and just like you know make noise and whatever else Fuck yeah. best part about it was uh we just basically like because at high school you could just get like a music slip no one would ask you anything they'd be really? like oh yeah cool just go to the music room you're like oh yeah we're just meeting up good like doing a music <laughs> slip or whatever yeah. so we'd be like bored as fuck during um like whatever class we'd be like oh you want to you want to go play drums you're like yeah man no worries Sick. and like a couple of us would just like basically go to the office be like oh i need a music slip for the rest of the day we're just um learning some stuff for uh for band practice or whatever <laughs> yeah. and we just literally go there and i think just play like uh like nirvana and shit like that like on on repeat just because we so fucking knew like four or five songs we're like yeah. oh I'll just play it again man like- <laughs> yeah. run through your set <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the set that goes for like <laughs> yeah. six minutes. You're like, all right, yeah. man, let's do it again. <laughs> Sick. Do you play anything else or is it just drums? Um, I tried to play bass for a little bit okay. uh, and guitar. I played like, I got like an eight string here as well. I tried to like wow. do some like Doom-esque yeah, yeah. type stuff. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And I was like, but like the more I put into it, the, the more worry I got that I was not spending time uh you know kind of learning more with drums kind of thing yeah. like like because you can never like I, I think with drums it's one of those things if, if you meet a guy that's like oh man i'm fucking i'm sick like i'm real good at, at drums you'd be like cool you probably probably shit at it yeah because uh, <laughs> it's yeah. like like it's one of those instruments that you could be good at it but you could never be like the best at it like there's always going to be someone that's going to be better than you that you can learn something from yeah or there's something you probably don't profess at within that realm because it just there's so much different variations and different types of drummers as well so it's like well if if you're a pro you would be the dude that would be able to do everything as opposed to just one specific thing like you know outside of you know like uh like metal metal drums or like punk hardcore stuff it's like it's fully like there's a whole nother world of yeah. like like latin you drums know, jazz drums ah uh, just yeah. just just like drum appreciation stuff like you know yeah. you see like someone like um i was i was having this conversation with with dan like someone like uh tom Perigian, like okay. dude could like smash gospel chops yeah. out his ass like whatever else but you get someone like uh like thomas lang and mm-hmm. you know you put those two dudes in the same uh band situation and one of them would play a whole bunch of like uh like just gospel like you know i've smashed i've hit everything i've done this i've done that (laughs) like just rip the fuck out of the kit and then the other one would be like okay i'm playing this but i'm also got like you know i've got a backbeat and i've got like i'm playing this hi-hat pattern in sevens and fucking whatever else that would that would just uh i guess like make the music sound better as opposed to just being like yo look how sick i'm ripping at drums (laughs) drums kind of thing so yeah. It's just those different varied levels of like, I guess, people doing shit like that too. Yeah. Where like some drummers are servicing songs and other drummers are just like 
stroking their egos with like their yeah yeah, yeah like yeah so service a song or service yourself type thing like yeah, yeah. that's the i've always like kind of thought about the rule of like the you you kind of should focus on like the the one percenters kind of thing so like everything should be like you know i guess like liquid with, with music and then you know there's you know there's always those little bits where you're like you know uh, you think of like a couple of different like songs in your in your like fucking high school. I mean, obviously Travis Barker is a separate thing because there's like heaps of one percenters, but yeah, yeah. Um, like just little bits. Like you're like, oh fuck, here's that fill that comes in. It's like oh, yeah. like and yeah. it comes in. You're like, that's that's the little bits that you remember that are like, yeah. oh, that's shit hot. Like yeah, just a little hard. bit, of, yeah, a little bit yeah. of flavor, a little bit of like spice, but just it's done tastefully as opposed to just yeah. like too much kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah. that's yeah each to their own but that's kind of like yeah if it was just like everything extreme the whole time sometimes you can't yeah. really differentiate between what's good and what's not good as well yeah. so yeah. yeah it makes it less special than when there is like a sick fill or whatever yeah 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 exactly just spicy shit yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and then there's like the the caveman spice where it's just like one weird like singular off time kick that shit fucks oh, you up. Yeah. Like the yeah, plot new shit. type stuff where it's just like doom doom. And then like a little snare pop pop. I'm like, get yeah, out of here. Yeah. Get out. Like, oh, you're, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. you're like, oh, okay. I didn't know there was ghosts on the record. It's sick. Fuck yeah. And um what like made you go from just listening to music to being like, I can be in bands and do the whole thing? Um I think uh like, I mean, like, I, I was never serious about it at first. Like, I'd, okay. like, you know, just done done those, like, high school band yeah. things and whatever else. And then I think, because uh, my brother was playing in, in punk bands as well. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they they were kind of playing decent stuff. So it was, like, you know, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 was, like, ripping yeah. at the time. <laughs> so they're, like, so I, they, they had named their band uh, No Comply. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, the, the drummer had some like wrist issues. Um, and my brother was like, oh, we're going to show the lines then. Um, here's our fucking demo. You've got a day to learn it. And then we're going to drive up to Brisbane and, and play it kind of thing. Oh, I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. So, uh, and I think I was like, oh, fuck, it would have been maybe like year 10 when that happened. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was like a while ago. Um, yeah. So I was like, when I first kind of like saw some of the like like hardcore esque punk shows that were happening in the like the Brisbane scene okay. or whatever, um, yeah. And then I think I was watching. Um, sorry, excuse me. Uh, I was watching. Um, fuck, what was it? Uh, it was like it was a horror movie. I think it was like Freddy vs Jason. Yeah, yeah, that had like the best metal soundtrack on it. And um, there was. Uh, yeah, so I think uh, I'd heard like um, what was that song? Uh, not Rose of Sharon. It was like oh, it was, um, uh, as Darkness Falls from okay. like Kill Switch Engage, yeah. like that intro thing with the double kick and start. I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, what's this? Yeah, and started looking into that, and then like we had changed like um, so we, it was pretty much most of the guys that were still in that um, that punk band. We then yeah. started playing like like metal esque stuff. Okay. Um, and um and then we started doing like metal hardcore stuff and um yeah like year 11 year 12 uh we were playing there was like some like hardcore 
venues like um, Her Majesty's Basement, which was like in Queen Street Mall. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. I'd seen like um, Her Nightmare and like Carpathian and oh, um, yeah. uh, I think uh, like Madball and a couple other See, ones there as well. That was but, one with um, the, the big pillar in the middle of the room. Yeah, there was like two pillars. Yeah, uh, the bar was all the way around the side. But um, yeah, our um, so we were playing. We started playing shows there. So we played with like um, like Japunga and um, some other like metal bands like way back when. But okay. we were like in high school. So we were yeah. like my mom. My mom was driving us in with like all my drums and shit. And then like we'd load through the dock, not get yeah. up and check for ID. Um, fucking, you know, rip a rip a metal gig, and then yeah. you know, try and sneak a couple of beers, and then drive back home, and then you know, go to sc- go to school the next day. It yeah. was like fucking, you know, teachers were like, oh, why are you tired? I'm like, I oh, played a show last night. They're like, no, you didn't. Like, yeah. I was like, well, yeah, yeah, I did. Like, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, and then that was kind of like the intro um, from like when I started playing those shows and started like, you know, I think. Um, when we roughly around then, it was like, uh, you know, I'd, I'd seen Japonga play um, with Slipknot uh, okay. as well. And yeah. they'd, they'd done a tour with, uh, with like Hatebreed as well. Okay. I think it was like 2003-ish yeah. type kind of thing. Um, I, I, I jump back and forth between timelines because it's That's like all that shit's <laughs> yeah. very blurry for me yeah, at this yeah. point. Um, but yeah, like it was all that kind of stuff. And then like once we'd played some of those shows and there was some other bands like... I think I can remember like Lynch Martyr and like Truth Corroded and a whole bunch okay. of ones like that, but it also started playing shows with like, uh, you know, thing like Amity and whatever else. And then yeah. there was like those Boys of Summer um, tours where, you know, you pay like, I don't know, like 10, 15 bucks and go uh, see Parkway Drive at yeah. the Lion's Den <laughs> yeah. in front of like, you know, 50 people or something like that. And you'd be like, yeah. oh, this is sick. Yeah. You know, every dude in a camo hat and um, those like... <laughs> skateboard belts with like you know uh river city hardcore or byron bay hardcore fucking yeah. you know drawn on the on the fucking thing but <laughs> that's yeah <sick>. <laughs> <laughs> that's so sick fuck yeah and um mm. there was that band still no comply no no so uh no comply i did like one show for them okay. then and then i the the high school band that i was playing in was uh called six foot immortals okay um yeah <laughs> it was <laughs> Cringe. Yeah, nice. uh, yeah, we kept that for a bit, played some shows, and then pretty much like after high school, um, like myself and uh, I, like after high school, I went and did like a diploma in music business um, and then basically moved to the, like to Brisbane yeah. after that. Um, and um, like while I was doing that, I was playing in a, um, like, so I'd done Six Foot Immortals. That was, like, kind of ended because, obviously, everyone after high school wasn't doing anything. Yeah. Um, and then I'd met, like, through going through those, uh, like, the Lion's Den shows, I'd met um, this this dude, um, Scott Bailey, who was dating uh, one of my friends, uh, Taya. And, um, yeah, he was, like, ah, oh, like, super into hardcore. Um, like, mad dude with, like, you know, I can't do it now, but, you know, just, like, you know, pit and fucking, yeah. you know, just stage dive front flips like headwalks like all, all the, all the <laughs> yeah. dumb hardcore shit back yeah, in the day yeah. that was like that kind of era of like hardcore type stuff yeah um and he was like oh he's like oh you play drums i was like yeah man and he's like oh we should uh we should like start a start a hardcore band i was like yeah all right no worries and um yeah we started started um this band called reach out oh, and yeah. we did a whole bunch of like just like 
I guess like shows that like uh, uh, we played like a few places, like mostly like Burpengary, like oh, halls, yeah. um, you know, Moray Field halls, and like I think we played, we played, we ended up playing like in the city a few times, uh, yeah. playing with like Wish for Wings and like Gorilla oh, Biscuits yeah. and. Um, really some other fun. bands like that. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah, that's they, crazy. Uh, Two nine nine. Yeah, uh, um, uh, yeah, a couple other bands from from memory, but um, yeah, that was at Two nine nine before it got turned into. Um, it was a depot. Then it was Two nine nine, and then it. Um, I think it's burnt down now. Uh, okay, <laughs> from like the recent thing, but it's like yeah. in the Valley Mall or whatever. Okay, but yeah, yeah, we did that. Played with like uh, fuck, like Enhanced Wake when um, they were using an iPod to um, play all their samples between songs and oh, shit as well. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's killer. <laughs> very, 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 very long time ago. Yeah, um, yeah like so, so yeah, bunch of bunch of bands from that. Um, okay. And yeah, then I ended up uh, moving to uh, to Brisbane yeah. and moved into uh, like a share house with a couple of guys, and um, then started playing in a band. What was it? Fuck! Um, what was that one? Um, yeah, uh, yeah, we're still playing to reach out then, um, and then um, I think I played in. A band called Lion Break uh, okay. for a little bit um, played like a couple of shows. I think we played with. Um, so I, I joined that, and uh, that had a guy uh, from uh, Values here, which I played drums okay. in for a little bit as well. Um, and uh, yeah, we played. Uh, I think the coolest shows we ever played, I think, was with Have Heart, okay. and that's sick. Th- and we also played with uh, with Trash Talk as well oh, cool. and that was like upstairs at, at rosie's and yeah. i was also i also like after i started doing that I, I started playing in a band um called remnants um oh. which um was uh helmet from the daylight curse uh reed okay. um used to play bass in 50 lions yeah. um then uh fuck who else was it um yeah then a couple of guys from that line break band as well Cool, and wow. yeah, so I, with that um, trash talk show, I, I think I played, um, I'd played, yeah, I played in Line Break and then played directly afterwards in Remnants. And then wow. I think, uh, <laughs> I can't remember the other band that played, but um, yeah, then it was like with trash talk and yeah, it's fucking, yeah, that's, that's a killer. couple of the bands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when does uh, Fires of Waco come through? Uh, so, um, so I think when I was doing the, the, the stuff with, uh, with remnants, so, um, Reed and helmet were living in a share house with Joel Birch okay. and, um, uh, yeah. Um, the singer from the gift horse is like good friends with was, was all like good friends with all yeah. those guys had played in like uh, a band with Joel and, and whatever else. And, um, yeah, I was like kind of popping over around there just to like, you know, um, you know, like drink beers and whatever else. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's uh, basically um, this band, uh, the Gift Horse had, um, yeah, their drummer was like, oh, can't really do it anymore. Yeah. And they basically had hit me up to do that. And um, that was uh, like a band that just just released like a like this uh, this EP 
which is fucking sick EP. Um, and yeah, it was just before they did like a little Australian tour. So jumped on that. That was on like um, Poison City Records. Oh, yeah. um, and then we played shows with like Smith Street Band, uh, fucking like Clowns, Camp Cope, like a whole bunch of bands like that. Yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, like huge, huge band and played like, uh, like um, fucking uh, like in stores at Kill the Music when that was a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, the singer uh, chose to kind of like just leave it for a bit. Um, okay. And then myself and um, another member of, of the gift horse, uh, Stevie Scott, yeah. he um, he also plays in um, Death Cult now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, with Matt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. With Bash. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, Stevie hit me up. He's like, oh, do you want to play drums in, in this band? And I was like, well, like he was like, I'm starting this band. I was like, yeah, yeah cool. No worries. Yeah, keen. Yeah. Um, and then the singer from the gift horse is like, Oh, do you want to play drums in, in this band? I'm starting another one, which is, uh, which was called headaches. Okay. Um, and I was just like, fuck, I was like, I can't say yes to both. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd feel weird about it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I ended up saying no to the headaches one and went with the fires Waco one okay. and, um, Stooks, uh, who's a tattooist and a drummer ended up playing for those guys. And I think okay. he had played in extortion for a little bit as well. Yeah. So like we were kind of like pal bands at that start. So we okay. started playing like all ages shows and yeah. whatever else. And then pretty quickly after that, um, we joined onto Arrest Records, which is run by um, Greg, um, Greg Arrest. I think he does all okay. like the touring stuff, like driving and, and all that jazz at the moment now. Okay, cool. um, but yeah, he had like a little like um, uh, thing there that we'd recorded with Sam Saljugi uh, from like Ghost Town. Okay, like yeah. way back in the day yeah um and that's um so when when we were recording that um luke harris uh was is friends with sam Sadrugi, okay. and they were at the studio when we were recording that first fires waco yeah. um thing or whatever and um yeah i can't remember where i'm going with this but <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so did all that and um yeah started playing um in fires waco uh then uh, I think within like six months, we'd gone from Arrest Records, then joined Poison City Records again, put out uh, a secondary record, um, which was um, Old Ghosts, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. And um, yeah, then basically, as soon as we did that, uh, we basically jumped on to the, like a tour with Bounce of Composure. Um, okay. And then See. after that tour, we jumped on a tour with... Um, um with uh defeater and miles away as well okay. but then yeah prior to that i think we had done uh in gift horse we'd also done a tour with um with polar bear club and break even as well so oh, that yeah. was like kind of like similar people like all in that yeah, same yeah. kind of like kind of realm uh doing shit um yeah and then um yeah, some stuff had happened with one of the one of the guys in the band, and he had to move over to uh, New Zealand. Okay. Um, and and then that's kind of like I think we put out that last EP, and then um, yeah, he basically moved over to, over New Zealand, and then he was a main songwriter as well. So we kind oh, of like yeah. couldn't do anything with it yeah. after that. And uh, yeah, and that was about it. Um, and he was also one of the guys from the Gift Horse too. 
Yeah. And um, yeah. And then, so that kind of like flopped and I don't think I was doing anything for a little bit. Okay. And then, um, yeah, that dude that moved over to New Zealand, then moved back and was like, oh, we should start doing gift horse again. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. okay, fuck. Because I, was, um, I wasn't aware that the gift horse was before Fires of Waco and after. I just thought it was after. Yeah. Because yeah, I, no, so I like fucking love the gift then. horse. Oh, thanks, man. They yeah. are, like I say it on a couple of episodes of this, in my opinion, the best band from Brisbane ever. <laughs> like legitimately i froth the gift horse so hard fuck yeah thanks bud i appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so then we uh we started doing that again um played some shows uh like various bands did like all the like poison city weekenders that we were doing before and yeah stuff like that obviously the bands that we'd played with before or bands that had supported us before were now like fucking you know like huge bands, so like you yeah. know, the street band were fucking like right up, up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're just like fuck, we've missed a bit now, kind of thing. So <laughs> yeah, uh, kind of come in. It was like we never, we never like were planning to kind of like you know take over the world with it uh, or anything like that. I think it was just more so just, um, just yeah, an excuse to basically go to different cities and drink a bunch yeah. of beers and <laughs> hang the fuck out, kind of thing, um, or maintain the buzz, as uh, as Stevie would put it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah we uh did a bunch of that stuff and then obviously uh you know coming closer to the end of gift horse um you know shane decided to not be with us anymore yeah. um and that kind of um yeah put a dampener on on that um but yeah uh i don't want to go over that too much uh, yeah, that's fair, yeah. but um yeah and uh basically like it was like Fires Waco, then Gift Horse started up again. And then on the interim, like before all the stuff had happened with Shane, um, uh, Luke, who I'd met from the uh, other Fires Waco uh, yeah. recordings and stuff like that, um, their drummer was leaving uh, from She Cries Wolf. And yeah. uh, I'd met Luke, obviously, through that. And Kyle, I'd met um just uh you know one of my ex-partners was friends with uh, uh like had a friend that kyle was seeing at the time as well we yeah. both like ended up going to this like fucking uh I think it was like a weird triple date type thing and kyle and i just ended up getting like real naughty drunk like throwing up <laughs> in the car park like Sick. just like full manners like just naughty naughty boys yeah. and um <laughs> then I'd, I'd, I'd run into him like before i joined she cries he was like, oh, yeah, we're just about to do this tour and blah, blah, blah. He's like, what do you reckon about this? And all this kind of stuff. And I was giving him, like, just tips and stuff. I was like, dude, make sure you take a pillow, sleeping bag, like, yeah. all this shit. Like, it's it's a fucking, yeah, you're going to hate your back, like, in, like, yeah. two minutes after <laughs> yeah. being in the van. Um, yeah, so then, um, yeah, Luke sent me a message and was like, hey, man, um, we'd love for you to, like, to come try out uh, for She Cries. And I was like, yeah, cool, no worries. Um got uh given a full set list um and like learned it all so like stuff that i like hadn't done in fucking years because like yeah. i was playing i mean like all the fires waco stuff was single kick yeah. um all the gift for stuff was single kick all yeah. like kind of more like rock stuff yeah and like most of that was like kind of written by stevie as well so there wasn't yeah. much room for me to kind of like add stuff in yeah. um the only the only time that i kind of was able to kind of add extra stuff was that like in that last fires waco record like the ep that came out um uh yeah and that was like the good one because i was like that's a fucking sick <laughs> snare tone and i was like this is cool 
um so yeah i uh yeah luke was like oh you've got like i think it was like maybe like a month or so to learn all these songs i'm like okay cool 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 they were also like had a couple other people that were like uh you know trying out and whatever else um and yeah so i was just like fuck um i think i hit up lee stanton uh for a like a double kick lesson um that was like he was doing die art at the time as yeah. well and i hit him up i was like dude can you like help me i need to get my chops up like real fucking fast yeah and uh because i like obviously i used to play in metal bands back in the day so like yeah. i could do double kick um but it was just one of those like endurance type things yeah, so i was yeah, like yeah. i need to figure this out yeah but i'm thankful i'm thankful I, I did that because like got into the jam room with the guys and they're like oh yes yeah yeah so we usually play the songs you know uh 10 to 20 bpm faster like oh, for fuck. vibe kind of thing yeah, i'm yeah. like oh, okay so like something that's already like 180 bpm then yeah. goes to like 210 or something like that yeah. i'm just like <laughs> yeah. fucking hell yeah and um yeah I, like there was a couple other guys that had tried out and they were kind of like playing it at speed but like missing a lot of stuff and whatever else okay, and they were yeah. like oh can you can you go can you do it faster and i was like luckily you drilled over the songs a shit ton to be like yeah, yeah no worries like yeah bash it out they're like yeah like you're the only one that's actually gotten through like five or six songs without making any like <laughs> fuck ups yeah i was sick. like okay sick oh, no yeah. worries so um they're like cool here's here's a set let's do that and yeah then ended up like first show um i played with them was with um with drowning pool um oh, yeah fuck. that uh like let the body to the floor band yeah, 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 uh, yeah. yeah we played Played with them and it was like it was like this is a fucking meme if if I've never seen one. Yeah, um, yeah that's so sick. And um, yeah, so learnt this whole set and then like fucking the day afterwards they're like, oh yeah, man, here's the new set. So I'd like spend all this time learning all these songs yeah. and like ha- like pretty much like ninety percent of those songs were like removed and oh, they started <laughs> doing the other like all these um, other new songs. I'm like, okay, yeah. cheers. <laughs> and I'm guessing because that was around 2016 that yeah yeah so that, that was all like the divorce stuff before that yeah yeah so yeah. I, i'd learned all the divorce stuff and i i came in um when they were basically uh recording um doubt so oh, yeah. they'd got like isaac um to come in and do so they'd originally hit me up they're like cool man they're like would would love for you to come finish this record and all this kind of jazz yeah. and i'd already had like a a, ho- uh, a holiday book to go to japan Okay. Um, so, so I was like, look, can't do it. So, um, Isaac Calro, um, okay. he recorded the drums for that record. Um, he's a drummer for, uh, for the comfort, um, yeah. now. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so he recorded all that. And then basically I came in at the end of it, um, mixed it and was doing like all that stuff with, uh, with Troy and the rest of the guys. Okay, um, cool. and yeah, then that got released through 11th, um, yeah. <clears throat> went, Went all right, I think. Yeah, I think it was <laughs> we good. got some shows. Did like a yeah. did like a tour, tour or two off it, and yeah. Um, yeah then we just um, started working on on Liar and um, yeah, did all that stuff as well. So yeah, fuck hmm. yeah, sick. And that's your journey up until now. Uh, yeah, like did all the all the Liar stuff. Um, you know, did some more tours with that, yeah. and um, yeah. Then um, I think we played like one show and that was like the full liar uh, set um, yeah. at that new like like home ve- venue that okay, yeah. basically ran for like maybe 
two weeks. Yeah. And uh, and then yeah, COVID basically yeah. just shut everything down. So yeah, yeah it was uh, heaps cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, COVID's like fully fucked like the entire scene. Yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah. um, there's like some stuff I missed out on. Like, um, so obviously I started. I launched the like Gallows Drums uh, yeah. Drum Hire yeah. Company. Um, you know, I had um, some like various festivals that I was working on, uh, like Full Tilt. Like uh, okay. the guys from like Luca Brazzi. Yeah. Um, you know, they were they were like Poison City Records guys back in the day. Okay. Um, like their first demos and stuff like that all featured like Gift Horse. Um, like uh, covers okay, in them and stuff like that. So like when when I'd first met those dudes, they were just like, yeah, like in like doing like smaller shows and whatever else and yeah. like play, we were playing with them. And um, yeah, so like love those dudes have been like fucking mates for a fucking very long time. Yeah. So I, I sent a message to Dan. Um, Dan was like, oh, fuck yeah, sick, like sick business kind of thing. And um, yeah, I was, I was set to go do like teching for him. Okay. Um, and um yeah then i was gonna be taking for a couple other um bands on that um on that lineup for that day as well um and that didn't uh go too well yeah yeah then um yeah did uh i mean i, I got five five shows in with the with the polaris guys um and deadlights for that yeah. um for that vagabond tour yeah um and yeah, it was scheduled to do the rest of the tour as well. Um, obviously that's on hold now as well, but yeah. that's kind of fucked all that. And then there was yeah. some like various festivals, like from the floor up, which is a, you know, a, a Shane Collins, yeah. um, you know, uh, type festival as well. Uh, Shane used to do, uh, when Crowbar was the thing in, in Brisbane, Shane, um, Paul Vogue and a couple other people, um, used to basically put on the, uh, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, it. I think it was different every year, but it was like basically just to support like um, depression and suicide awareness and, yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Um, so you know, I think they're kind of continuing the the legacy with that. Okay. I was uh, sorry, see. Cam Gillard as well um, that uh, runs like um, Via okay, and yeah. all that jazz. Yeah, yeah, Sick. another absolute fucking legend. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it pretty much gets me like kind of up to date with uh, with the drum hire stuff. Um, yeah, how's that going? Yeah, um, yeah, like it's pretty good so far. Like I like didn't didn't do it to like obviously I got like a full time job as well, so yeah. I didn't like create it to like basically you know change my um, like I guess like what money I receive from it is kind of just yeah. like another way to be be involved in the scene if yeah. I'm not doing something like if I'm not, you know, playing shows or whatever else, um, you know, for some reason, then, you know, I still feel like I can give back to the music yeah. community. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you know, I, I was already doing uh, like drum hire and stuff like that. Like uh, Jordo from stepson, obviously oh, he's yeah. like in, in Melbourne yeah. um, flies down for all the steppy stuff. So, yeah. you know, I've always been, giving them kits and and whatever else for the last okay. little while. Um, even the deadlights guys, like you'll see like in some of the um, video clips, like you'll see that, um, yeah, they've got like my kits in them as well. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah I've been doing that like kind of just like unofficially for a while. And I was like, well, if I make a business out of it, I can like, you know, got more of an excuse to buy more drums because yeah. you can never have <laughs> enough yeah. drums. Um, yeah. But it's also just to, just to like, 
another excuse to hang out, go to shows, <clears throat> talk drums, because that's like the one thing I fucking love. Uh, yeah. You know, some drummers are like, ah, yeah, it's all good, man. Yeah. I just hit them in like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, Oh man, if you check this out, like yeah, I just yeah. get like fucking like very nerdy with shit, like tuning and whatever else. It's just, I, I like setting it up, like having yeah. a look at it and being like, yeah, sick. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this, uh, what, yeah. One of those things is more of like a, like a passion thing other, other yeah. than like, uh, you know, I, I can see a gap in the market to take advantage of yeah. type thing. So yeah. yeah. That's sick. And I think like with, being in a kind of thing. Yeah, with like being whoa, <laughs> I just got heaps of like feedback. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Um, being in like a major, yeah, being in like a major city and stuff, it's like sort of hard for drummers to like find a space to like have their kits or like to have a, an actual kit, not just an electric kit and places mm, to play mm. and stuff. So, like, any way to give back to like drum community in Brisbane is like sick. Yeah, no, exactly. It's exactly that. So it's like, uh, like a lot of the times, like anytime I, I was on tour or anything like that, um, you know, sometimes the, the headliner band isn't, um, as friendly as you would like. And they're yeah. like, yeah, you know what? Fucking no way am I sharing this high kit with you? Like yeah. you can use the support bands kit and yeah. sometimes support band will either show up with nothing and be like, Oh, I thought you guys had a kit here already. Yeah. Or, um, you know, the, support band maybe not might not have the gear you need to get the the show done and all yeah, that yeah. kind of shit so you know um yeah I, I hated being in those kind of areas where like you know you would you would play the set you play the show and you know it was just like cymbal stand was breaking or yeah. you know uh, uh the throne that you that you thought was going to be all right was like maybe like you know, 12 inches too low and you had yeah. to like monkey your way through the fucking, <laughs> yeah, yeah. through the set. Um, just stuff like that, that um, I can completely throw you off. Cause it's like, like, I feel like, um, you know, the, the band is only as good as the drummer. Usually like, I, I don't think I've ever heard of any like real sick ripping bands that don't have a bullshit good drummer. Yeah, yeah. And if the drummer's not having a good night, then the rest of everyone else is yeah, not yeah. going to be having a good night yeah, either. Yeah. So Super it's just like, yeah, just like yeah. laying the foundation uh, of like basic comfortability for like, like the, the main guy that's basically exerting the fuck out of himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Guy, guy or girl sorry yeah. uh yeah um yeah so that's kind of the the vibe and um yeah during during covid um you know i had like kind of sold the place i was living at because i was over in cannon hill okay. and uh got an apartment um closer to the city so i'm kind of basically like just sitting like near the windows now but i basically can see like the fortitude valley train station and i'm like where the old crowbar and all that jazz is so um it makes it easy for like if there's like yeah rip crowbar um yeah it makes it easy for like if someone needs something last minute then i could be yeah. like yeah cool no worries like here you go um like i was i do uh session work for this uh this new band um called Sunbleach, okay. and um we were playing a show with uh with void and um uh fangs i yeah, wish yeah. that sydney band yeah, yeah yeah and um yeah so we'd gone down there there's a house kit down there at greaser and uh, um yeah. man it was like duct tape uh fucking whatever else and whatever else yeah. so i'm just like okay cool 
walked back home, grabbed at least my like hardware and yeah. wheeled it down into there, then like retuned the kit and everything else and actually made it sound decent. Yeah. And the sound dude was like, man, thank fuck you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just ended up leaving all my stuff up for the rest of the night just to like keep people rolling and keeping them safe because yeah, sure. I'd hate to be that dude that's like, yeah, man, this is all my stuff. Yeah. Feel yeah. free to use the, uh, <laughs> the house, the house stuff, shit. Yeah. 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 yeah it's always that. You're like, hey, be like, hey, don't worry, man. We, we've got all this house, like, we've got the house kit covered. And it's like, yeah. you know, a milk crate uh, <laughs> and a sitting on top of that. Fucking, yeah. Yeah. No, I've definitely absolute. been in that situation. Like, the, I think I played Brightside once. It was with Kings and uh, another band had like brought all their hardware and shit. And then he took it mm. away, but also hid the other hardware, like the house hardware. Uh, so I went yeah. up and I was just like, where the fuck is everything? The sound guy's like, didn't you move? I was like, no, nah, man, like, I've got my shit. Like, I don't know where all this other shit is. It was probably on that fucking Sailor Jerry truth it, kit, too. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah, the most overused drum kit in all of Brisbane, yeah. Uh, there's, there's, like, that. I, I, is there one of them or, or there's two of them? I feel like I there's know, one zoo I've, and I've there's played, one at Brighty. I've literally played both of them. If there's two, I've played both yeah. of them, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, I remember playing a show and I was just like, I'm never doing this again. Uh, <laughs> Gift, Gift Horse got given uh, like, uh, they were like, uh, there's some festival and they're like, oh, we're doing um, like a bunch of covers and would love you to do a, uh, fuck, what was a band? It was, uh, anyway, it was, it's this cover show. And I was like, you know what? I'm like, if I'm doing it, I'm showing up. I'm going to get like fucking wildly drunk and play. <laughs> it's going to be a fucking cool time. Cause that's, yeah. that's what we're all kind of like like kind of like doing at the time we're like well if we're doing it we're just doing it for fun and um yeah uh got there played a played a set and like it was just one of those things i think i ended up just setting up like a a crash in a ride symbol because the rest of the like stands couldn't fit anything um and it was just yeah like you know i brought i think i brought a throne with me but yeah it was like that kit was a bad time um from what i remember (laughs) yeah um yeah, just trying to think. Uh, I think it was it was like a Smiths um, like cover night, so it was a whole bunch of like Smith that songs that we that we done. Rad. So yeah, it was like one of those things that like spent heaps of time learning the songs and yeah. like jamming them and like tweaking them. And you play one show and you're like, cool, that's uh, that's yeah. that done. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, I think the only person yeah. that carries those on is um, Jesse from Dark Soul with his Corn cover band. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think he's done one at like Crowbar just before it like moved to where Brightside was and shut down. And then I think uh, he yeah, one yeah. at Brightside as well. Mm, mm. Yeah. I'd be interested to go. I haven't, I haven't gone to Crowbar uh, or sorry, Brightside recently, yeah. but I'd be keen to see what uh, my friend um, Steen um, does a whole bunch of like street art painting oh, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So yeah. I think he's like just covered. Um, the bright side with a whole bunch of new stuff as well. So yeah, that might they be put up some photos of cool the inside now. Mm, mm. Yeah, so that should, should look pretty, pretty decent. Yeah, it does. It looks pretty good from the photos. I think last time I went there was, I saw Kubla Khan and straight from the path with deadlights. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. And she cries wolf. Yeah. You guys played yeah, that too. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, hang on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, who was the other one? I was like, Oh fucking of course. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That mm, was a mm. fucking sick show. I literally left after Kubla Khan. So I watched you guys deadlights and Kubla Khan went home. Yeah, yeah, because that was the um, fuck. What was that? That was the they all played unified. That um, yeah, yeah. like the next that, week. 
Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, me, Jaden, and uh, his friend Taylor, or my friend Taylor as well. Um, we, uh, yeah, we ended up going to Unified because um, um, Chelsea Mac, which is um, Zach, Zach's wife from Ghost Inside, yeah, 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 they'd yeah. basically like they'd, um, well, Chelsea was, was coming to visit um, just in general. And then, um, yeah, Zach um, and Ghost Inside got uh, a, um, like a, a slot for Unified or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, oh, is it cool if Zach comes too? I'm like, yeah, no worries. So like Zach and Chelsea stayed at um, at my old house for like, I think it was like two weeks, okay, like over see. Christmas. And um, yeah, and then uh, yeah, Zach and Chelsea were like, oh, you guys want to come down to Unified? We're like, yeah, fuck yeah. So yeah. booked that. <laughs> and then we um, booked like this fucking like um, three double bed camper van for like three of us. So we all had like double beds to sleep yeah, on sick. in this like camper van thing drove down and um yeah just like fucking had a good time um sick i like saw mikey he was playing drums for tide line because i was like okay. at that point i was like uh you know trying to play drums for tide line because i was like okay. i had some talks with them for a little bit um yeah and that was some other people that got chosen for that but um yeah i was like just came down there to kind of give it a sus and yeah it was pretty sick um and then yeah just lots of lots of beers and whatever else like um like yeah just side of stage watching bands and Fuck like yeah. just being a useless dude <laughs> <laughs> i was like i'm not here to play any shows it's, it's fine and yeah. um yeah i remember just like one of the days it was like cold as fuck i'm just like walking around and um yeah i could see like the deadlight like half the deadlights guys had like driven their car in because it was like muddy yeah. as fuck everywhere and i was like hey what are you guys doing here? And they're just like all just like hanging out the side of the car, just yeah. like like freezing <laughs> yeah. their asses off. I'm like, oh fuck, man. So it's like, yeah, just whole bunch of mates. And I was like, good memory. Um, pretty much just before the like all the lockdown shit had yeah, happened. Yeah. I was just like, fucking bleh. at least but, you sent it out with like a bang, man. Yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, lockdown's been interesting. Uh it's you know it's been pretty pretty difficult to be like kind of like 100 percent engaged with like a lot of shit yeah i think like uh because kyle does a lot of the writing for she cries stuff or whatever okay, yeah. and we'd done like i think at one point during lockdown we had pretty much like album and okay. like some of it was like cradle of filth worship songs and like a whole bunch of other shit and we we're just like looked at each other like yeah no nah, just fucking press the delete button on it and like um yeah kind of like started working on it again we're just like kind of just spiraling so working on something like like something now um and um yeah it's going to be probably the kind of return to formula for like some of the like older divorcey stuff but yeah. um yeah with the a lot of uh, kind of like angst and like whatever else like added into it just like a little yeah. salt bay of um like kind of like <laughs> uh like us being kind of like stuck away and whatever else yeah. and yeah working on it with some with some cool dudes um so yeah this should be pretty fucking cool to come out with my puppies <laughs> cool no, that's sick man i think like now's a good time for people to like be putting out their frustrations through their uh, preferred art yeah yeah no that's exactly it it's uh yeah because I, I mean there was definitely ones that i'd like we'd like had in the bank and i was like yeah um 
you know, we had like a little like like hangout session, had beers and had a, like listen to them all. And we're like, yeah, no, nah. we were like, we'll cut these pieces and like yeah. maybe use them later on or something like that. But yeah, um, sure. yeah hopefully, hopefully the new stuff that we're working on um, kind of, um, yeah, has the same uh, excitement that, uh, that I have about it with everything else. So. <laughs> mm. oh, it's one of those things you're like, yeah, you're like, oh, this is cool. I'm really into this. You put it out and everyone's like, oh, that, was, that was all right. You're like, fuck. <laughs> Wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's pretty much that. So yeah. no, I think uh, the guys that we're working with on it, um, yeah, should, because um, should, we're, we're actually like, you know, getting other people to help produce okay. this time as opposed yeah. to just doing it all in-house. So yeah. 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 Hopefully there's uh, some additional insights and a little bit of change, um, yeah. but it's definitely, definitely still has that, um, that she cries feel to it kind okay. of thing. So yeah, cool. should be, should be cool. Yeah. Sick. Um, and with all your time in the scene, if you could like go back and change anything or do something different, what would you put that down as? Whoa. Oh man. Like almost everything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, like, look, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm happy with uh, like where I like am at now or where yeah. I like ended up at this point in time. Yeah. Um, I think it's just more so like, you know, being young and um, like when I, when I joined Gift Horse, all the other guys were older and whatever else. So I had to kind of like, um, I guess like, I guess learn, <laughs> like I had a pretty steep learning curve as soon as I joined, like yeah. just doing shit that is like, the fuck are you doing like yeah. just just young <laughs> yeah, young yeah. kid like stuff, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah and you just like you know like it's the stuff that you like um that i probably would have learned if i had like like fucked around with like a bunch of like local bands for a while as opposed yeah. to kind of doing like fucking around with like a couple of local bands and then just kind of like jumping up to a like a bigger band yeah, yeah. um like the gift gift force was like when i first joined yeah. um yeah so Ah, I mean, yeah, I'm still happy with the journey that I had. Oh, I think yeah. it's just more so just uh, I would have like maybe like I probably like with the with the drum studio and all that stuff that I, that I have now, I think I probably would have just told myself to focus on like more shit, like, you know, yeah. be more open, whatever else. Because I was like at one stage I was jamming in like probably like five or six bands. And I was like when I was like 21, 22 yeah. and just bur- burnt myself out like real yeah. quick. Yeah. Um and um yeah it was like pretty much when i was like doing gift horse just before i joined um uh she cries as well like i just like you know it kind of like i guess like felt like i was like oh, i'm kind of done with this or like i'm not really sure what i can do yeah. like moving forward kind of thing like yeah. and just kind of like you know accepted dad bod life and like <laughs> was just kind of felt a little bit lazy and like yeah. whatever else and um yeah, it just probably felt a little bit defeated. So yeah, just I think uh, I probably like if I was able to tell myself, I'd be like, "Yo, should like kick the fuck out of it and started like doing more shit like around then." So maybe would have like you know just it's it's one of those things that you never know what would have been there if you would have just keep on like keep on keep it on like yeah. just you know what because it's like you know a lot of like a lot of the the music industry stuff that you get uh, is all people that you know. So it's like it's all like connections it's all like good impressions it's all stuff like that um you know um in my younger years i probably didn't leave heaps of good impressions with some people but you know it's one of those things that um 
yeah, you, you only learn how to be a better person um, yeah. moving forward uh, yeah. with life and, and like, you know, doing all those kind of things. There's, there's no one that's like, oh, you know, like 1920 that didn't say or do something dumb um, yeah. at one point in their life kind of thing. Yeah. So I think I spent a lot of time like dwelling on like, oh, shit, did I, did I do or do I say the wrong thing and not being confident? Whereas like, you know, now having that confidence and knowing that like realistically the stuff that I did or whatever, like it wasn't that bad or yeah. it was just more so just someone's opinion that probably didn't actually even like me anyway that was yeah. kind of like helps like skewing my view of the situation as well so yeah yeah just a lot of things like that like mental health i think is a big big thing Definitely. that um i'd i'd uh, like overcome um within like just playing shows or even just like meeting people and chatting to people yeah. like you know used to be like shy as fuck um when i was doing like Pfizer waco and gift horse yeah. early on um yeah. And that probably came down to people being like, oh, I think he's like a bit like fucking rude or standoffish yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it was just purely like, I fucking have no idea what to say. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've already thought about what to say like 20 fucking times before yeah, saying yeah. it. And then, you know, it just, yeah, not very good at conversation as like I kind of am now kind of thing. So, yeah. 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 yeah I think that like definitely everybody that gets into the playing shows at a young age, because I was like that when I was like 20, 21, I was like, hmm. I don't know. I'm from a small town. I'm fucking weird. Like, <laughs> I don't want to yeah, talk about yeah. adults and shit. Yeah. But now yeah. I, don't, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. No, that's exactly it. Like, the if I had the, the confidence I have now and like um, the drive that um, I have now plus the drive that I was had when I was younger, then I feel yeah. like I probably would be kicking some dicks in. But um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sick. Okay. Um, well, yeah, we'll get into your top five favorite bands of all time. Whoa, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't uh, didn't prep for this at all. Uh, <laughs> top five, top five. Doesn't um, have to be in any order. Okay, okay. Well, uh, number, no, like, uh, like at least in the top five would be um, AFI. Fuck yeah. Uh, like, what, yeah, like early. Is your favorite album? Ooh. Um, I actually, like, the All Hallows EP is probably my, like, okay. fave. Like, yeah. the, like, Boy Who Destroyed the World um, and Total Immortal. Like those two were like the first two ones that I got into, and I was like, yeah, fucking yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, like Black Sails uh, right. was another fucking sick one. Yeah. Um, just pretty much like anything earlier, um, getting up to um, fucking what's the one? Um, <laughs> I. I, I knew this was going to happen. Is me just like forgetting <laughs> shit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> up until um, just before Jay like, joined. Um, uh, when I like got up to like Sing the Sorrow and I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. sick. And then pretty much like anything after Sing the Sorrow, I kind of like can't vibe yeah, like as much. Yeah. So, like, it changes um, the sound dramatically. Yeah. It was kind of, yeah. You know, it, you know, they got a song on Guitar Hero or whatever. I was just like, yeah, not, yeah. not vibing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, the rest of the guys in She Cries, they're all huge like AFI fans as well. So yeah, um, yeah Kyle and I like really old school stuff. Belek really like old school stuff. Um, uh, Luke likes a whole bunch of it. So like when we're in like driving and touring, like we'll like probably listen to the whole discography yeah, yeah. and he'll like will force us to listen to like Crash Love <laughs> and whatever else. I'm just like, oh, yeah. fucking, um, yeah. They put out an EP a couple of years ago called The Invisible Man. Mm. That's very like old AFI. I, I actually haven't listened to it. Uh, I, I think I listened to, what was it? Um, 
the the one that like the recent one that I brought out was like uh, burials, which was the one that I oh, was yeah. like, yeah, this is this is cool. Yeah. Um, but it was like obviously like a bit of a slow burn. There was a couple yeah. of like red hot boys in there, but yeah. um, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, fucking sick band. Um, then um, yeah, uh, Tiger's Jaw is one of okay. my favorites as well. Fuck yeah. Um, I had like gateway. So uh, another one of my favorites is uh, bounce composure. So okay. um, like hadn't really listened to them too much um, before um, like touring with them. And I basically okay. like, like during a tour with them when they had brought out the uh, fuck, it's a, uh, separation uh, record. Okay. Um, and I basically was just like, just watching them, like three guitars every night, just fucking ripping. Yeah. I was just like, this is sick. So it was like, like watch that and then got like hell into that. Um, yeah. And then like Tiger's Jaw had that split EP with them as well. Yeah. And I started listening to them through that. And um, yeah, just both of them ended up being like two of my favorites, like to the point that um, when Balance announced that they were doing the little like breakup um thing i was like oh fuck and it was like in the states i was like oh fuck it i'll just like go over there and see if i can catch a couple of shows like still still mates with the dudes so i ended up um uh yeah heading out went to go see a couple of shows in new york and then there was a like i think it was like one in uh one outside of new york and then I'd like gone with the guys over into Boston and watched two shows there as well. And yeah. Um, yeah, when I was, when I was in Boston, um, I tried to like catch up with, um, well, hang on. I have to buzz someone in. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, man. That's all good, man. Um, yeah. Sorry. Where were we? Obviously you uh, can cut that part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the five shows you watched in New York and Boston. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so obviously, I'd, I'd done that uh, tour with the Defeated guys, and I'd sent off a uh, just like um, sent a message to Jake, uh, which plays uh, guitar okay. in Defeater, and I was like, "Hey, man, I'm, I'm heading out to these shows." He's like, "Oh, fuck yeah!" Like, um, yeah, sweet. I'll, I'll might meet meet up with you or whatever. So it was like him, uh, Corey played bass for that tour, and he plays in uh, another band now. I think it was. I think, it was, I think it was Touche Amore uh, okay. from memory. Yeah. I, have to, I have to double check. I, I feel like I'm wrong, but it was like okay. one of those, <laughs> like those Bridge Nine type, like yeah. the wave bands. Um, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, ended up like heading out um, and got, um, yeah, went to the, um, went to the show and then Jake was like, oh, um, I got a surprise for you. I was like, oh, who is it? And um, me and Andy um, like got along like a house on fire, which is the, the original drummer for Defeater. Okay, and he was sick. like, yeah. yo, what's up? And I'm like, oh, fuck. And um, <laughs> yeah, we just like had this sick night just catching up and like drinking beers and um, yeah, watching like um, uh, Balance and, um, and Tiger's Jaw. And uh, yeah, a- Andy, I think, had played drums in Tiger's Jaw for like a little bit. Okay. And um, and Jake had filled in for Tiger's Jaw as well and did some bands like Ambitions and a couple other ones as well. So just like this cool little like, you know, other side of the world type, like, you know, uh, you know, hang out with people, yeah, yeah. hanging out with mates, meeting That's new sick. mates kind of thing. And I was just like, this is a, this is a very cool feeling. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, 
then I think like I'd have to put down um, maybe like Blink. Blink was like a huge like inspiration, like drum wise for me, like Travis Barker and stuff like that. Um, Like that self-titled album was like the one that I like, I guess like stuck to the most. And I was like, yeah, this is like fucking banger. And that's why, you know, doing that, um, that drum cover with, uh, with Scott uh, the other day was like fucking was fun. Yeah. Cause like, there's a lot of, Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, there's like a, like a lot of uh, there's like two two bands I always just like never uh, attempted learning drums for, and that was uh, stuff like like Blink and Slipknot were the two that I just like okay. had left off the lift just be- purely yeah. because I was just like didn't feel worthy or didn't feel like I would like be able to play them as well as um, like those like fucking ripping drummers or yeah, on yeah. that kind of thing. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then I'd have to say number five would be like Slipknot. So that's like the, like, out of all those, it's kind of like, there's some stuff that kind of like, you know, like Tiger's Jaw and, and stuff like that kind of like, you know, fills that little like, like, you know, emo hole that yeah. I have. And then <laughs> yeah. like other ones are like drum inspo and things like that that like yeah. stick around for like a, a very long time. Like, yeah. Even like honorable mentions would be like obviously like Defeater and Offspring and like a whole bunch of different like little bits and pieces of bands. So I just like, you know, everything I listen to, I'm just like, fuck, I want to pull like little bits from that, little yeah, bits yeah. from this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just fucking, yeah. Bits and pieces like that. Hmm. Fuck yeah, sick. And what's your favorite song on album? Ooh, it'd be Iowa. Um, Iowa. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. Like the the angry one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So like, uh, yeah, like obviously listen to like self-titled. Um, but yeah, when Iowa came out, I think I was kind of like completely into my like little like goth phase that I was going yeah, through. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> like, you know, uh, that and listening to like murder dolls and wearing like striped armbands and yeah. like those little like, uh, so I think Joey had um, like you know, those little like those like gel bracelets. Yeah, and had like yeah. fucking like hundreds <laughs> yeah, yeah. on either side. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty much like I had that. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah just like murdered all tees and whatever else, just looking like a like a little pleb. But yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. just hanging out at like Hungry Jacks in the in the Queen Street Mall after what <laughs> yeah. the infamous uh, doing, Hungry Jacks of Queen Street Mall. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd like I'd go there after uh we were all doing um uh like in high school we we're doing like um like work placement. Okay. And yeah. I got work placement at um at Drummer's Warehouse and oh, worked fun. there for a little bit. Sick. And um yeah, so I'd like go there and then you know meet up with the other two guys. I think one of them was going to SAE uh for like work experience, another guy was going to like Allen's for like uh, at okay. the guitar shop. Yeah, yeah, and then we'd just meet up in the in the mall and fucking talk shit yeah. like you know <laughs> hang out like look cool uh go to off your tree because i think yeah. that was the only thing that was like the cool yeah, yeah. place or whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah. and um yeah and then that was kind of like where i'd like met chelsea and that as well so that kind of goes okay. like full circle back yeah, that yeah. way Sick. and um yeah just <laughs> little bits and pieces or like as i mentioned like before like it's like you run into people kind of like become friends with them and they kind yeah, of yeah. just create little paths and whatever yeah. else it's in your like i guess timeline or whatever so yeah very cool hearing, hearing about it all it's like wild it's like this that and it just all like comes together and yeah it's fucking yeah crazy. yeah 
yeah, it's uh, it's definitely definitely a lot of that shit. Um, and I think that's like a lot of a lot of guys. Like uh, when I was um, hanging out with Dan, um, a lot of guys are always like, "Oh, how do you know these people?" And like, "How do you how do you know this guy?" I'm like, yeah. Dude, I'm just like been around for a long time yeah. and played in like <laughs> yeah. different different parts or different parts of the music scene within Australia. So it's like you know, and most of those people that were around then, like you know, like Nick Yates and Mords and um, you know you know grass from resist and yeah. a whole bunch of people like that still you know are still kicking around now yeah. uh, you know obviously mords is like the like tour manager for polaris yeah. and um you know everyone's doing like sick shit now um yeah. so it's just like it's one of those things you just run to me like hey man how you been it's like <laughs> yeah, it's all yeah. just like yeah just yeah. old heads uh <laughs> <laughs> that's excellent man fuck yeah well hmm. thanks for doing the podcast I no worries man uh yeah thank you so much for having me on um oh, hopefully have been uh entertaining <laughs> good one. yeah so uh, yeah I'm, I'm used to doing like radio interviews and being like okay. oh i've got like a show to plug or something yeah, like yeah. that but not um anything in depth to like i guess like stuff that i've i guess done in my lifetime yeah. really so well i kind of wanted to be music a bit like shit an introductory to people in bands that people know and see but they don't like get the chance to speak to them that often if that mm, makes sense. Mm. and then like yeah, talking yeah. through like the previous incarnations of the scene like bringing up all these old bands that people are like oh mm. fuck and then like hopefully that'll give some life to the new scene now yeah. yeah yeah no i mean like i think uh it's one of those things that um like you know we've always like especially with like uh she cries like we've like luke was always organizing like all ages shows and yeah. like a lot of those people that are, that are younger that were heading to those all ages shows are now old enough to you know play in bands and do yeah. whatever else so yeah. uh like you know we love seeing shit like that like even uh like uh, mentioning like you know people that used to like come shows is like someone like uh like connor like you know sings in headwreck now yeah, 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 um yeah. and um you know uh luke had featured on like one of their songs and like you know we like every time we're we're thinking of people to add on shows and things like that yeah. we're like yep cool like and these guys are great been around for a long time yeah, yeah. sick and band. Like, like when they were doing what they were doing before headwreck i used to play like shows with them all the time like these yeah writing crowbar shows and they're all just like good dudes yeah yeah bunch of, bunch of legends but um yeah. yeah it's just like doing that and supporting like the the younger guys in the in the in scene and and yeah. whatever else as well like it's just like instead of you know everyone's got the 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 ability to kind of like not help other people or yeah. anything like that but um yeah like if like i'm one of those people that i fucking if someone follows me i'll send them a message and be like hey man i'm gonna pick yeah. your brain about some shit just purely <laughs> yeah. because i like i want to know shit like yeah. and that's how i've met like a lot of a lot of drummers in different cities and fates and whatever yeah. else and then we'll like meet up and then actually chat shit and kind yeah. of go that way. Like I think I'd done that to Dan from Polaris at first, and oh. then um, yeah, he'd um, he'd hired uh, before he was with Pearl. He'd hired uh, a DW kit from me, oh. like before I was doing Gallows Drum stuff. Yeah, and that was for um, for that those three Parkway shows that were oh, yeah, here yeah. that they yeah. did kind of thing. So like stuff like that where you know just like you know, someone's like ah oh, gal's got a kit we're like yeah cool no worries like just pay for the heads and i'll like slap yeah. them on Fuck yeah. i think and then yeah just you know hitting people up and just picking their brain and talking shit like i remember like i don't think i met mitch uh from alpha um before but i used to yeah. just like send him messages be like hey man what's this yeah, what yeah. do you do here yeah. like just like 
Well, it's just eager and humble to learn. And then yeah. also, you know, like, if there's something that I know um, that I can help someone else out with, um, then fucking, like, yeah, happy to do so. Like, Let's see. I'm usually usually the most approachable person um, if someone needs to know something. Um, yeah. But, yeah, if, if it's, like, gossipy, like, stuff, like, with, with scene-related stuff, yeah. and I'm like, nah, I don't... Yeah. Like already, already, already dealt with that when I like yeah. first joined like yeah, further, this whole meeting you, scene. Yeah, the older you get, the further you want to stay the fuck away from it. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So it's yeah. like anyone being like, "Oh, you said this," be like, "I don't fucking care. Leave me alone." Like, don't <laughs> like, <laughs> go away. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, uh, but if someone was like, "Hey, man, how do you tune your snare?" Be like, "Dude, I'll show you." Like, yeah. come what with snare me. Do like, you use? um, at the moment, I've got. Yeah, uh, so I've got some uh, SJC endorsement. Originally, I had a DW endorsement, um, and yeah, now I move over to SJC. Um, those dudes have been helping me out a whole bunch. Yeah. You know, just really good. Um, like, I guess like social media presence, which helps. You know, just for like doing um, like drum videos and yeah. and things like that. But um, yeah, um, snare. I, I'm using the um, that Slipknot snare that I. Okay. I purchased a little while ago, yeah. just like a, I think it was 48 plies, okay. um, which fucking like smashes. Yeah. Um, but another one I use as well, uh, one that Declan White made. Um, okay. And that's like a, a three mil um, bell brass uh, oh, snare yeah. with uh, with brass hoops and stuff. Uh, and then I think I was using a DW Collectors. Uh, so for that liar record, yeah. I used a DW Collectors like steel um snare okay and that was just me trying to kind of rip off the defeater um yeah. snare sound that they had in that um in in uh, some of the earlier records because i used to use like uh, i think it was like a yamaha um and a pearl reference steel snare okay. so i was like well what can i use out of the shit that i can get um yeah. to kind of like you know get something similar so those those yeah. are like my go-to's um, and then um, I had another one that, uh, which is like a DW collector's. Uh, there was a purple heart as well. Okay. That's like a fucking really cool, like in between snare. Yeah, so yeah. it's like kind of gives the the uh, the attack of like a metal snare, yeah, but yeah. has that kind of like warmth of a of a maple as well. So because yeah, yeah. um, I, I was using like maple snares for a fucking a long time, yeah, yeah. and I um, I played a show. Uh, in Melbourne and there was like on, on the stage there was like heaps of soundproofing and whatever else yeah and I could I like it was just something weird I just couldn't hear the bottom snare okay and yeah. it was just there was wasn't any like it wasn't loud enough for me yeah. to get it back kind of thing so like all I was hearing was just like the like on the top <laughs> yeah, head. and yeah. I was like it's fucking like <laughs> yeah. like nightmare mode because I was yeah. just like fuck like trying to tune it trying to do like I was like what's yeah. wrong with it and it was just purely um, and um yeah then i pretty much like switched over to using like a um a black nickel over brass like 14 by 8 okay. and that ended up cutting um but i just like i got really annoyed with the brass overtone um yeah. that was coming through on it so i just was like ah oh, i think i'm gonna try and just fuck around with a bunch of different ones and yeah i think the the happy medium was like either something that's like super super thick 48 ply yeah to give the like the volume and punch yeah, yeah. or something that's like either like a like the bell brass which has some seemingly like less overtones than the black nickel yeah. over brass um or a steel because that gets rid of those weird like hum overtones that you get yeah, from yeah. brass as well yeah. um 
But uh, oh, there's another sick one that I bought. Um, there was like a drum garage sale um, that this this Brian guy, uh, which is like a rip and drummer, put on a little while ago. Mitch um, did like a little like uh, sample of like a couple of alpha songs and stuff there as okay. well. But I bought this uh, this Metro snare, which is like a Jarra ply yeah. uh, steel steel hybrid. Okay. So it's like there's no like real like because the steel swallows all the overtones. Yeah. It's still got the steel like uh like volume but yeah. the um the actual like wood tone itself it comes through as well so it's like yeah, fuck really it. fucking nice um yeah. metro drums and- are like really fucking good i had a custom uh 16 uh 14 by 6 uh tasmanian blackwood snare that i got made nice yeah it was so fucking good mm, that's, a, that's a fucking vibe there um yeah. <laughs> i've always like I really want to get uh, um, like a Brady like Jarra block snare. Uh, I've got I've got I've got like a Brady Jarra ply, um, which sounds like cool, but I'm just not like the wood snare guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, that uh, that snare, that Metro snare, um, the uh, Semantics guys um, hired that, oh, cool. and uh, the, one of the Ludwig kits that I've got recently, and oh, yeah. um, that's on that uh, that new single that they um, that they just yeah, put out yeah. as well. Yeah, it was like six snare ta- like tone, yeah. and I, I I sent him a message. Was like, oh, do you did you guys use any like reinforcements or anything like MIDI reinforcing or anything like yeah. on that record? He's like, no, nah, nothing. Like it's, it's just purely straight, like drum tone. Bro. I was like, that's fucking sick. Awesome. I was like, fuck yeah. And that was like the kind of like the first uh, like drum hire one where I like dropped everything off, came into the studio, tuned the drums to the room, yeah. um, brought a couple of different ones to try and figure it out and um, make sure that it was like the right tone yeah. for the for the session kind of thing. Because yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's easy to do like uh, like kind of like metalcore stuff. You're like okay, yeah. like short, tight toms, yeah. like yeah. you know. Uh, like clicky kicks and whatever else but obviously like that's a different vibe for those guys so yeah. it's like okay we need something that's kind of a little bit warmer has like a little bit more of like a resonance and like uh you know um a little bit more of like an earthy tone as well so yeah, yeah just ended up going with like i think we used like the like a dw collector's kit uh kick and two ludwig toms like a uh 12 and a 14 and then just that metro snare and that yeah came out fucking really nice excellent but hmm. but uh yeah that's what i meant by like if you ask me something about drums i'll just be like ah, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no gear talk is sick Proper good gear yeah, talk. Yeah. yeah cool man well um i'll get out of your hair and we'll hit your socials she cries socials and the show you have coming up soon yeah yeah uh that's coming up very soon i think there's still a few tickets available hopefully okay. the uh you know the covid restrictions don't uh cap it too much yeah. but um yeah playing a bunch of old songs um so songs that i learned originally in that uh when i first joined yeah i think i'll uh be playing those again um finally so <laughs> should be should be pretty good uh i was meant to be learning all those songs uh you know this week but obviously that didn't happen yeah, yeah. um a lockdown but uh yeah so i've got a little bit of a extra learning curve to to hit up in the next yeah. couple of days to get it all nice and smooth but um yeah got those shows coming up and uh yeah a couple of talks of, of tours and stuff like that with some cool. with another uh larger local band here um okay. so yeah hopefully have some cool stuff to announce in the next uh, few months okay cool mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. your personal socials and she cries wolf socials uh yeah sorry uh so okay. obviously 
<laughs> uh, like Gallows Drums, yeah. uh, Instagram. Um, yeah, then I've always obviously got a YouTube for that as well. That's yeah. like I've got a like an all my links link thing in my um, uh, thing there. And then obviously She Cries Wolf uh, or at She Cries Wolf on Instagram. Um, and you can find the same thing on Facebook. I think there's another all my links in that as well. But cool. um, yeah, yeah, feel free to give them a squizzy. Um, yeah, anyone listening? So. <laughs> <laughs> if Actually you've made it this cool. far. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Sick, man. Well, thanks for doing the podcast. Dude, thank you so much for having me on. Uh, uh, thanks for doing the podcast yourself. It's, it's cool oh. to, to see someone doing something like, uh, you know, inventive for like around like local scene and all that yeah. kind of stuff as well, just supporting and giving everyone, you know, a platform to, to I guess, like reminisce and, and talk shit on as well. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, taking a nice little walk down memory lane today. Yeah, so yeah. I figured it'd be nice to like give younger like, bands and also like just local bands in general the platform that's saved for like the big signed bands mm, yeah no exactly that so like you know it, i'd love to get on um and do like downbeat downbeat podcast or something like that one yeah, day but yeah. um yeah i don't think i'm cool enough for that yet uh, so there, uh, was, there was one time <laughs> ever in like putting this podcast podcast out that um my podcast was like reading higher than his in the Apple podcast, like music. Oh, section. shit. And I was like, oh, nice. Beat him. <laughs> so you're like, ha. Yeah. He probably like, had like 10,000 more downloads later that day. So I got like wrecked after that. But just, yeah, but you could screen tap and be like, hey, guys, check yeah. this. Like, I was higher flex than, as. than Craig Reynolds for like one yeah. minute. <laughs> yeah. Just like, just post it and tag him in it and be like, hey man, maybe we should collab. Yeah. And he'd be like, ah. Oh, <laughs> he'd be like, who the fuck are you? And I'd be like, I went to one of your shows once. Like, I've just seen you play drums, please. Please acknowledge me. Yeah. <laughs> Sick, man. Fuck you, dude. There we go. Done. Another week. Huge shout out to Luke. Uh, he's a dead set legend. He's welcome back on the podcast whenever he wants to jump back on and... All the dudes from She Cries Wolf will welcome on whenever the fuck they want. This one was a long one. Probably one of my favorites as well, which is fucking sick. It gave me a real kick up the ass to like just fucking keep grinding it out. Now, like I said in the intro, listen to She Cries Wolf wherever you listen to music. And like Luke said in the outro, head over to at Gallows Drums for everything he's doing. He's got some killer drum covers on his YouTube channel also. And at She Cries Wolf for everything She Cries Wolf. Um, yeah, check them out. They're fucking sick. If you haven't already, and if you haven't, the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> and if you like what I'm doing over here with the podcast, share it, tell a friend and subscribe, follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, wherever you listen, and hit me up on Instagram at Heavy Sweater Podcast, and hit me up on Facebook at Heavy Sweater Podcast. And final plug in two weeks' time as well, my band Shokan will be playing The Bright Side on the 16th of September with Isolation to launch their new EP, This World Grows Cold, along with Salt Money, Entrapment, and Harbor the Code. So yeah, like fucking hit that week hard, I reckon. If you're a if you're a weapon, hit that weekend hard. Thursday Brightside, Friday Woolly Mammoth, and then I don't give a fuck what you do with your weekend after that. Just support local music. It's what it's all about. But yeah, <laughs> support everything local. Fuck yeah. Um, come back next week for a new episode. Thanks.